spent like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My guys, Mojo Mutati, Edward Lewis in the house. So, fellas, it's been uh, just over a month since Michael Irvin was pulled from the NFL Network and from ESPN's Super Bowl coverage after a hotel employee in Arizona accused him of sexual misconduct. Remember, it's a story we've talked about a lot. Michael was uh, all set to be one of the faces of especially ES uh, NFL Network, but um, nope, he did not work the Super Bowl. Well, finally, we are getting a look at what happened inside of that Marriott Hotel by way of some surveillance video. Now, uh, we're gonna look at it uh, here. This happened at a Marriott Renaissance Hotel, and uh, there uh, is Michael and the hotel employee. Now, just because we're seeing what happened inside does not mean that we have all the answers because, uh, Ed, there is still a, a lot that is unknown about this situation. What I will say, though, is outside of uh, two times where Michael touched this woman on her elbow, did not appear that anything uh, remarkable or overly offensive happened during the conversation. But again, we cannot hear what was said. We are strictly looking at Michael and the hotel employee who are talking to each other. Yeah, and that's kind of the the, the, the in most interesting part about all of this is there's no audio involved. Uh, uh, there was never necessarily an allegation of inappropriate touching right. or anything like that. In court documents filed last week, the allegation is this. Uh, the woman says during this conversation, Michael made a very, very inappropriate comment, uh, a sexual comment, basically asking her if she had ever slept with a black man right uh, in more in in alleged more vulgar very terms, very right? vulgar terms right. yes uh, 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 she also claims that or at least I should say a, a hotel worker claims that at one point after their conversation Michael slapped himself three times and said she bad she bad uh, uh, he made a, another sexual comment and keep it together Mike uh, now those are obviously the sexual harassment terms that she's alleging and you cannot hear them on the surveillance video but like you said what you can see is if what you said a very innocuous unreal remarkable uh, conversation. I, I would note that it's a lot longer than I think we all thought it was. Mm. This was about a minute and a half that they were talking. Mm. Uh, it was a long period of time. Now, Michael, he had a news conference day with his attorney, Levi McCathern, and in the news conference, Michael adamantly denied saying that comment that she said he made. He, he said, I don't speak like that. I've never spoken like that. I totally deny saying that. In fact, he went farther to say, the eye in the sky don't tell no lie. It's just the truth. So he's saying that this whole video exonerates him. And to some extent, you, you can kind of see that. All he does is he brushes her, her elbow a couple times, and, and according to Levi McCather and his attorney, he says she looks... I guess he used the term happy as a lark. Uh, he said there's nothing in this video that's a, that shows that she was offended or anything like that. So and does he slap? Do you see those slaps? Does Michael slap his yes, face on you, the video? Okay. And that's and that's going to be an interesting thing. I'm surprised actually no reporter asked Irvin about that. In the video, you can see himself slap himself three times, or appearing hmm. to slap himself three times before he walks off and takes a selfie with another hotel worker. So uh, we, we we need to know what he said there, or we need to know what he was doing there. Oh, I'm sure that question will get answered eventually. Uh, now, as far as the lawsuit goes, we, we know that they filed a lawsuit against Marriott and the hotel yeah. employee uh, alleging that they're trying to ruin Michael's career. It moved from federal court 
back to Arizona today. We initially had thought it might have been dropped because uh, there was a filing today that said the case was being dismissed without prejudice, but it's simply a, a clerical move and it's just going back to Arizona. So that case is still ongoing. McCathern swears that this video uh, exonerates Irvin and that they should win the lawsuit over this. So we'll see where it all goes from here, but that's where everything stands at this moment. Mojo, don't you get the feeling like this is one of those things where it's always going to be a he said, she said. I just don't know how you're ever going to get to the truth here. There, There is seemingly no way to know exactly what was said it, during that conversation. Uh, I, I think you just said it, Babcock. I think with with the, I, I think with this video, this situation becomes exclusively a he said, she said situation because there is nothing on this. I, I believe the TMZ Sports website used the word unremarkable. That's that's what I'm seeing here. That this physical situation was unremarkable. You have the two touches on the elbow, but when that's followed up with a handshake, a, a mutual uh, satisfaction of parting of ways, I, I guess you can say um, those two touches on the elbow they they kind of go away. No malicious intent there. From from there, they have a very lengthy conversation. Nothing else happens. Of course, we can't hear anything that's happening here but bottom line i think this video is a massive win uh for irvin's camp and i mean anybody that played sports uh particularly football uh because of how zoomed out the camera angle needs to be to, to see the entire field the eye in the sky don't lie is something you hear on a daily basis and in you know, he can't, obviously can't say uh, what what happened verbally in, in that way. Maybe the eye in the sky can maybe alter or only show part of the story here. But I, I got to say, this is probably a big win um, for, for Irvin's team. But uh, again, I would be very curious to hear the audio, but that's something I don't think we're ever going to get. Yesterday, we heard from Francis Ngannou. He responded to John Jones calling him a cat, a kitten. And um, <laughs> now Mojo, uh, <laughs> because we know we're not going to get that fight, at least not anytime soon. Of course, Francis Ngannou parted ways with the UFC in January. So Francis Ngannou, John Jones, not going to happen right now. But that doesn't mean we're not going to see Francis Ngannou involved in a mega fight because the man has told us that he is in talks, in negotiations with one of the most famous and one of the most feared boxers on the face of the earth mojo. Yes, we could be getting one of those MMA slash boxing crossovers. Here's part two of our conversation with Francis Ngannou. Listen to the guy that he's in discussions with and where these fights could go down. I always envision, um, I always have question about like me fighting Deontay who is the biggest hitter, the biggest puncher. At first, I wasn't even thinking of it as something that it could happen. But now it seems more real. With time moving on, it seems more real and seems like something that we have to figure out. Um, very excited. It's getting very excited about it. When I hear about it now, it seems more like reality than what it was before, than just like a, um, a dream. We even discussed in a potential one fight in Africa and one fight in somewhere else. Uh, why not uh, even the two fights in Africa? So we will see. Ideal situation for the Predator. It seems like it's a Deontay Wilder fight this summer. That gets you up in the morning. Yes, that gave me a bo yes, boxing match, potential, um, uh, most likely with Deontay Wilder. Um, then maybe a MMA fight by the end of the year or beginning of next year. 
That would be an MMA fight with someone who is not Deontay Wilder, I'm assuming. Yeah, not uh, Deontay look, Wilder. <laughs> Deontay and Francis would box each other. And Mojo, really, it's pitting the uh, most powerful MMA striker in Francis against the hardest hitting and one of the most feared knockout artists of all time in the boxing universe in Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder has 43 wins in his career as a heavyweight professional boxer. 42 came by knockout, Mojo. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. This is a dream fight. This is a fight everybody would want to see, whether you're a boxing fan, uh, an MMA fan, a fight fan of literally any discipline. I don't even know <laughs> what he's doing right there. Is he biting that towel? And I think using... he's working on his neck, strengthening the neck muscles. He might be working on his jaw, actually. Maybe. Clenching yeah. down. That. I might have to try that later and see what that's about. I've never seen that one personally. Yeah, ne uh, neck, strength, a, neck strength play, you know, a uh, big part of getting knocked out is having a weak neck. So, well, hey, to talk about this boxing match, this is obviously something that everyone wants to see. Uh, just to see those two guys go out there and throw bombs. Uh, the idea of this fight going down in Africa makes all the sense in the world. Uh, I think it should go down there. That would be very cool for, for both of these men and their. Their heritage uh that would be in incredible we've seen some of their their walkout outfits in the past going into fights in the ring again makes a lot of sense i'm starting to question these fights a little bit babcock eventually one of these boxers are gonna have to come over to mma and return the favor here but yeah i think Mojo, there's a reason you don't see that because if if that ever was to happen if floyd mayweather were to step in an octagon with conor mcgregor he would get finished inside of 30 seconds and it would not <laughs> even be a fight. And I, I am a fan of Floyd Mayweather. It's just a fact. Like a boxing striking with your hands is part of MMA. Boxers have no ground skills. And the reality is they'd get taken down and they'd get pounded out again in no time. So it's it's that boxers can't go over because it would be so one-sided but i am with you and i i am waiting for the time when there is a boxer who is courageous enough to say hey i'm gonna give it a shot and i don't know we're gonna see it with deontay wilder but i do hope one day we will see a big time boxer who crosses over the other way coming up next in tmz sports was tyree kills 6.7 second time in the 60 meter race impressive i have no idea he won the race he blew away the field well we are going to be joined by the fastest man to ever run a 60 meter race u.s track star christian coleman gonna break down the nfl superstars 60 meter race impressive or not christian coleman next tmz sports are you ready to shop ragaton's big give week is back Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Ragaton is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. 
Welcome back to TMZ Sports. Mike Babcock here. Look, we just saw Tyree Kill compete in the 60-meter uh, race uh, at the USA Track Masters. He actually won the 25 to 29-year-old division with a 6.7 time. Look, I don't know if it's impressive or not. That's why we have to bring on an expert here. And when I say expert, I mean expert because nobody that has ever walked the face of the earth has ran the 60-meter race faster than this man right here, USA track star Christian Coleman. Christian, brother, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I appreciate that. Thank you. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm a big fan of yours. I've watched, like I was saying to you uh, off air, I've watched so much of you, uh, so much of your races on uh, YouTube. So I, I was dying to have this conversation with you, Christian, because I see a lot of people looking at this race and look, I, it doesn't seem like those were elite athletes racing Tyree Kill. He blew right. away the field and won the race with a time of 6.7. Now you have run the race and it's the world record, Christian, in 6.34. Uh, was it impressive or was it not what Tyreek Hill did on that track uh, over the weekend? I mean, in my opinion, I, I would say it's impressive. Like, I mean, honestly, you know, major respect, like, for actually getting out there and, like, actually running. Um, I mean, I, I don't know who the guys were that he was, like, actually going up against, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, I, it looked I like it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they had, like, a master's division, like, for our age. But I would say, you know, especially like for a season opener, I mean, 670, I mean, is, I don't know when's the last time he actually ran. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty impressive to me, honestly. Yeah. And, you know, looking at his body, obviously, you know, sprinters are in incredible shape, but he is carrying around a lot of muscle on him, more muscle right. than you'd probably want, but typically being a track athlete, right? Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, Tyreek Hill, he's an actual, like, track guy. So that's why I'm like, he knew what he was doing, like going to a master's event, you know, not going up against like real pros who might have a chance of beating him. Um, but I mean, still the time, like for not having competed in a while, um, it's pretty impressive. So and like you say, like he's a little bit more of a stockier guy, like he lives ways for football. Like I said, it's a season opener. And I think yeah. that's what people, you know, feel to realize about track and field is like every time you step out there, it's not going to be a, a personal record. It's not going to be a best time. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? You open up with a time and then you, like you slowly progress and get faster and faster throughout the season. So like I said, I mean, him just opening up with that time. Um, I mean, it's pretty good. And hopefully he doesn't get discouraged, like, and, you know, yeah. like, actually, you know, continue to train. I would love to see him out there this summer and, you know, love to see him, like, line up and, and um, see what he can do against, like, some some actual competition. So, you know, maybe. Some actual competition, like like maybe you? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I would be I would be up for the race, man. Um, like I was saying earlier, like, if I was him, I wouldn't take the race, like, me personally. But, I mean, like, I would love to, like, maybe set something up if we could do, like, something for charity. Um, but I don't know. I would be down. I would be down for the race. But hopefully he could just line up this summer. And I, I love the attention that he brings to the sport every time, he, you know, one of the football guys actually get out there and, you know, test their skills against, you know, some real track track guys. Um, so maybe he can get out there this summer and, you know, maybe test his skills over 100 meters. So. I would love to see it. What would you be willing? Would you do 40, 60, 40 yards, 60 meter, 100 meter? I, I take it you'd, you'd feel like you have the advantage in any of those three races against. Man, I, I do. I would do any distance. We can go 10 meters, 40 yards, 60 meters, 100, 200. Don't matter. I, I, I like my odds. Tell people your 40 time if they haven't seen what you ran the 40 in on uh, social media. Yeah, that was a few years ago, back when I was at Tennessee. Um in the media department, we put together a little video and, and put it out. 
and I ran four twelve the first time. Then I then I did it again, and we, I ran four one three. So um, I don't know, but I, I feel like I'm a little bit better. Like since then, like I was in college. Really? So um, I'm not sure what my forty time would be, honestly. Is it possible to get below a four one? Could you do like a four point oh nine, or is that just pushing the human body too far? No, I don't think so. I think it's possible. I mean, like, honestly, like, when I ran that time, I wasn't specifically, like, training for the 40 or anything like that. Yeah. It was, like, right after um, the indoor national championships. Um, so, like, we had just built up to try to, like, peak. And then, like, we were kind of just, like, resting for, like, a week. And then they just asked me to, you know, run a 40, and I kind of did it. So it wasn't like I was, like, at my absolute right. best. You know what I'm saying? And so, so you're saying you casually think, you casually ran a 412 is what you're saying? I mean, you, you said it not you said it not me. So, yeah. <laughs> Christian, thank you. I really appreciate your time, brother. Like I said, huge fan, continued success, and uh, we'll be watching you, man. Man, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. United States flag that uh, was at the center of a lawsuit. There was a fan who uh, actually claimed that he had a USA flag that had been signed by none other than Tom Brady. Well, he claimed, and we have talked about this because, again, it was at the center of a big lawsuit. He lent the flag to the Patriots Hall of Fame for them to display, but the guy actually claimed that the Patriots Hall of Fame damaged the signature. They damaged the flag. Well, the guy ended up getting it re-signed by TB12. The lawsuit, that's still in court. Not going to talk about that right now because, Ed, there is a development with the flag and actually could probably be owned by a very wealthy Patriots fan out there if they want. Yeah, you can now buy it. Uh, it's going up for sale on eBay uh, next week, March 23rd, and its starting price is 299 thousand dollars wait did you say that <laughs> did you say three hundred thousand two hundred nine 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 i think you were saying two hundred ninety nine dollars you were saying okay i'm i'm in i'll, I'll bid it is wow it is, three hundred thousand three hundred thousand dollars is going up for sale and the, and dan vitale is the guy who owned this flag and obviously he's been through hell and back with this thing i mean uh, it was it was uh, ruined and not ruined now tom brady resigned it and it was a big deal and uh anyways he is trying to turn it into a very good thing uh, uh he's donating a lot of the uh, portion of the proceeds to a non profit that helps uh, individuals with autism and it's a very it's a cause close to him because his daughter has autism so oh, nice. uh, uh, he's he's donating a lot of the proceeds to that foundation he says the rest will go to a trust set up for his daughter uh, uh, he said in, in a quote to us he said that it was a, a really hard to part with it but he's glad that it's going to help people down the road and again it's it's been a long process for this guy I mean, he's I fought think, this yeah I, and Mo, tell me if you agree with me I think in the end the fact that the flag and, and this is the way he tells it, but the fact that the signature was ruined and it got a lot of attention, we posted stories about it, we talked about it here on the show, I think in the end it probably made the flag worth more than it would have been if Tom had signed it originally and it never was touched after that. Absolutely it does, and that's exactly what I was about to say. Anytime you can attach a very special, unique, original story to a piece of merchandise, the value goes through the roof. Let's talk about another Patriots item that I think uh, had its value increased uh, by essentially some sort of property damage. Out of all of the Patriots Super Bowl trophies, the one that everyone seems to love the most is the one that Gronk dented when he used it as a baseball bat and caved in the whole side. I mean, outside of maybe their first one, Everybody's first is the most yeah. special one when it comes to championships a lot of the time. <laughs> 
This one had the most character, has a story behind it. Uh, it's not just the second or the third or the fourth, fifth, sixth. It's the one that Gronk smashed in, and everyone loves Gronk. So there you go. Now you talk about having to re-sign the flag, the lawsuit centered around it. That becomes the most important and most valuable part of this piece of merchandise, more so than Brady signing it. And for me, I love to see it. We cover a lot of things on the show. Very expensive merchandise yep. items that uh, I think are overpriced. This isn't just signing a pair of cleats or some stank gloves. Baby, we're signing the American flag. Tom Brady, the poster boy for the American dream. You love to see it. I don't know. Maybe it's a bargain, Babcock. $299,000. I'm going to save people time. I, I fully understand that there are a lot of people out there who will say do not write on an American flag. So I get that. But he's, he's Tom Brady. So... All right, fellas, we are just about out of time. I am really interested to see if that flag goes for more than 300000 If it goes for a million, I will be completely blown away. But the way sports memorabilia goes these days, it's absolutely wild. We have got to go. Check us out tomorrow. Big UFC fight going down Saturday night. Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards, too. Remember what happened last time? Kamaru was dominating Leon, and then he got kicked in the head in the fifth round. Well, tomorrow, the champion, who is not Kamaru anymore, welterweight champ uh, Leon Edwards, going to join the show. He is a big underdog in the fight still. We're going to ask him, is he disrespected by the odds? Tomorrow, we're going to hear from the champ. Mojo, great show. Oh, absolutely. Hearing from the champ tomorrow will make it. Edward, I don't know if you're going with it. <laughs> you take it. You take it. Don't, 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 don't.